Wait, wait, is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My teeth! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna repeat, but they are gonna play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are gonna be in the Super Bowl. They don't get much hot take than that. My teeth! Take that, take that, take that. My teeth! Brooklyn Stout, baby! Brooklyn Stout! My teeth! Yes, welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Yes, we're here in South Florida, 74 degrees. And I say that because, yeah, we are feeling the effects of Stella as well. It may not be to the, to the, <laughs> to the massive amounts that may be like New York or Jersey or even what they're feeling in Canada, these blizzards. But Stella has affected us. We've got some brisk 54 degrees here. But today is 74, we're here in South Florida, and it's still Women's History Month. And we have a lot of basketball today, period, that we're going to talk about. It's a lot of basketball today. And even still, we get to sneak in some NFL. I don't know how. And oh, yes, if you've already noticed... It is definitely madness in the house. And the madness is back. So in pure madness fashion, we're gonna start we're gonna start the show off with a topic with a sport or just in general in a way that we don't generally start this off. And that is actually talking about the N. NBA draft, or more specifically today, the WNBA draft, because you know what, the draft order is finally out for them, and we got to make sure we get these ladies there too. Because if I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember what happened in the WNBA, but we had a riveting moment. It was a three to two series. It was a, it was a game that saw Candace Parker finally, after all these years sit on top of that throne, sit on top of that mountaintop, and claim herself as champion. And she wins over the Minnesota, what, Lynx? Three to two. So the draft order is out, and if, and right then and there, you should just be able to tell. The first two picks are gonna go to, or the last two picks, because we're gonna start from 12 to one. The last two picks in the draft, the first round, is gonna be the Minnesota Lynx, and then number 11, the LA Sparks. There's going to be one team in here that we're going to see about three different times. And that team, I'm, a, I'm actually going to follow. I'm going to see if how they improved from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. And if they're able to get three players that put them into a championship. Now, next up, 10th mm-hmm. spot. We're talking about the Dallas Wings. Coming in number nine is the Chicago Sky. Number eight, Connecticut Sun. Atlanta Drink is going to have the number seven pick. And then Washington Mystic picking number five. Now yeah, time we get to the top five, top five, top five, top five, top five. Yes, tell me you didn't just say that, but it's the top five. Phoenix Mercury gets a, gets a number five pick. And once again, popping up not only in the number 10 spot, but also in the number five spot. So also going to get a number five pick. It's going to be the Dallas Wings. And you should have guessed it by now. It's the Dallas Wings that is a team that has three picks in this round. So not only do they have the fourth pick in the NBA draft or the WNBA draft, but they also have the third pick of the WNBA draft. Followed again by Chicago Sky, who's going to have their second pick in 
the first round of the, of the NBA draft and coming in number one. The San Antonio Stars. There we go. There we go. And yes, it's going to be interesting. And if you've never had the WNBA package, it's, a, it's actually a very good deal for a lot of good quality basketball. Something I, t- I tell people a lot of times that if you've ever had to watch fundamental basketball or you ever want to watch fundamental basketball, watch WMEA. Because, because they can't ridiculously rely on their athleticism for every single thing when it comes to basketball, you see a lot of under-the-rim basketball, which tends to be very fundamental in their case. And it don't get no more fundamental than what the WNBA is able to produce. So... As these ladies, well, I know you hear that song in the back. Hold on, let me turn it off a little bit for you. Let you enjoy that a little bit. <laughs> so, even as these ladies get ready for, you know, start their season, that's what their draft orders, you know, picks up or starts to claim. We get the shift into the WNBA, and yes, folks. Yes, our oh boy, this Russell Watch season, and that's what the season is called. It's called the Russell Watch season. And I'm telling you, this this is one of those seasons. I'm, I'm gonna tell you again, I I am very interested to see how this pans out because every single week it looks like somebody else is being introduced into what is the MVP conversation. One week it's Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant goes out, and now we're talking about about James Harden, but he's only put up about 15 triple-doubles. I'm not going to say just 15 triple-doubles, because 15 triple-doubles is still a feat, but it's not what Russell Westbrook is doing. And then we have LeBron James that they say, LeBron James is LeBron James, LeBron James is always going to be LeBron James, as long as LeBron James is in the lead, and LeBron James is always going to be in the top for MVP. But LeBron James isn't doing anything that LeBron James hasn't always done. I'm sorry, his team is stacked. Like, if you take LeBron James off of this team right now, I don't know if they can't win. I don't know if they cannot be competitive. Like, if he, like I'm sorry. But I don't know if you put Russell Westbrook on any team right now if they're not doing the same thing. Because Russell Westbrook is literally carrying his whole entire squad on his back. Russell Westbrook has now put up his 34th triple-double of the season, folks. That's 34 triple-double. You understand? We're about 68 games in. Just around there. He's putting up a triple-double of every other game. And this is how on pace he is. He only, when I say only, only is because of the standards that he put, that he is producing right now. He is only going to require to put up 7.5 rebounds and another 8.8 assists. That's all he has to average to make sure he finishes out this season with a triple-double. And for a guy that we, we know that is looking at Oscar Robinson's 41 record and looking at one to pass that, it is no surprising to me that he has put up his fourth straight t- triple-double. But not just his fourth straight triple double. It also, it also directly ties into his team's wins, because this team does not win unless Russell Westbrook puts up a triple double, and and, it, and it's shown all through the numbers. And so I'm I'm really tired of people. Every single time they talk about Russell Westbrook, like they they talk about LeBron James or James Harden. This isn't 1961, where you have a guy averaging. 50 and 20. No, I'm sorry. This isn't 1961 where we're seeing a guy put up the best record of 60 and 20. I'm sorry. No, this isn't that. What we what we are seeing is a guy that when he puts up a triple-double, his team wins 82% of the time. Get this man his respect just a little bit. Versus when, they, when he doesn't put up a triple-double, they only win 32% of the time. They have a 57% record. You, you understand? That OKC right now is sitting at 39 and 29. That's that's a half a game above the LA Clippers. The LA Clippers, folks. LA Clippers that has Chris Paul, 
The LA Clippers that have Jamal Crawford. The LA Clippers that have Blake Griffin. The LA Clippers that have DeAndre Jordan. The LA Clippers that have... I'm sorry, what, what is this big Duncan Red, Red Baboon's name? Sorry, not Baboon. <laughs> I, I don't want to disagree like, but Blake Griffin. The, 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 the LA Clippers that has Doc Rivers as their head coach and general manager. He is single-handedly beating all of them out. Because Victor Oladipo can't put a basket, can't put a ball in the basket. Because Adams can't do anything unless he catches a, a, a pass from Russell Westbrook at point blank. So when I, so when they constantly, constantly, constantly bring up and I listen, I'm not, I'm not the one to, to say that hey. That is not, it doesn't make for good conversation because you know what? Some of these guys do need to be mentioned just so that they can be respected. Like Isaiah Thomas is getting mentioned so he can be respected because he's being overlooked. Isaiah Thomas, the guy that has his team sitting in the third in the, in the east. Is the third in the east or, he, or have, they, have they officially moved up to second? Nope, they, they're officially back in second. The guy that's the second highest scorer in the league right now. And he's basically the shortest guy in the league right now. Yes, he deserves to be mentioned. Yeah, John Wall deserves to be mentioned. The only other guy out there outside of Russell Westbrook and James Harden that is averaging a double-double in assist. Yes, there's three of them in the league. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Jamal, and John Wall. So, yes... There are some people that, yes, I do understand that they should be mentioned out of respect. This year isn't that year for Stephen Curry. This year would have been that year for Kevin Durant. This year isn't that year for LeBron James. I'm sorry. So as I keep looking at it, and, and we're, so we're going to keep doing these polls because you, you guys keep telling me. Like, I don't understand what's going on out there. You guys told me, we voted, that Russell Westbrook is hands down the MVP. So how do these other guys keep getting mentioned? But like I said, these there are a couple people that that do deserve to be mentioned. Isaiah Thomas deserves to be mentioned. John Wall deserves to be mentioned. And yes, James Harden deserves to be mentioned. Outside of that, and you're being completely disrespectful to what Russell Westbrook is doing. And like I said, and, and like I said, this is even like that '90s year where we had. <laughs> We had Jordan and and we had Ewan and we had Barkley and we had Elijah and we had all kinds of people. We had John Stockton who was like number ninth in MVP voting that year. You know what I mean? So and you understand? So I'm not even talking about like I, I understand that year might have been kind of crazy. You know, Jordan was there too. But this isn't 1961. This shouldn't this shouldn't be a conversation really. But they keep making a conversation, so we gonna keep making a conversation because we the people. You know, because that's what we are, right? That's really what we are the IT people. That's what we are. And I, like our voice is gonna be heard. Like listen, this soldier is always gonna fight for you. Just remember that. Do not get that twisted. This soldier will always fight for you. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, when we come back, we're going to get into a little bit more basketball. We may talk, talk into some football, because some craziness is going on there. A lot of people trying to come home all of a sudden. But that and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done, and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier.
and we are back with, to the Mighty Sports Podcast. If you are listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, I thank you for listening. If you are listening live on the Mixler app, but if you are one of my dear friends and my many random orders that, that I am really, ho- I'm really glad for so much. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. So it means you listen to me on either TuneIn Radio or you listen to me on SoundCloud, and I thank you. We do obviously have my tea an update for you guys because <laughs> as, as we did mention it is march madness and right now march madness i and we'll get into some march madness a little bit later we're gonna talk about my brackets because my champion is still safe we won't go into the rest but the update that you need to hear <laughs> villanova versus wisconsin Wisconsin is up 29 to 23. Just about two minutes left in the first half. We will come back with another update and bring you guys more as the game progresses. But for now, we're going to get back in here because, like I said, this is March and this is Madness. And like, you have to realize that. Right? For a time period that should be really dominated by NBA basketball. And then they wonder why the NBA basketball product isn't so thing. Because you give all of these tournament-like things, right, event-like things. And maybe that's what basketball kind of needs, just like baseball kind of needs the summer. Oh, that is a good beer. Sorry. I'm trying, I'm trying that hood wheat. That hood weed. Right? So, even as much as that happens, right? As much, as much, as much as that it should be a time period that's dominated by NBA. You can get a lot of stuff that happens during the NBA season, right? You still have football on this weekly event, right? That definitely makes you focus from week to week, like, on your team, right? Because it's a lot easier. And while that happens, you can just kind of peek in and, 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 and catch, you know, the one or two that happens here and there for basketball. But as basketball gets to its end, right, or, or really starts to pick up, right, because we give we give football November for Thanksgiving, and then you also get December, and then you get January. But in February, the NBA gets its all-star game. So we start focusing, so we start gravitating to the NBA a little bit, right? But even in December is when the NBA even starts to give us our Christmas package. So we get them in December, then we then we, fo- we kind of like lay off until, until the Super Bowl time. We shoot the Super Bowl for the NFL, and then we kind of come back here for... The All-Star game. But then what happens is that after the All-Star game, when the NBA is making its playoff race, right at its, I guess, I, I call it its apex, right? Right before you get down to the basically last few games, you get this March Madness. And this March Madness, I believe, distracts from the body of games that you probably need to see to figure out what all of a sudden happened in April when there's only 10 games left or when there's only 8 games left for your team to play. Like this, this is a this is the time that tells the story, but it loses it, and then so, for March we get college basketball, but then for April it's all NBA, and then for May it's all NBA, and then for June it's all NBA. So the NBA definitely makes up for it on the back end, right? Is that, like they they compromise a little in March, and they definitely compromise at the beginning of their season, right? Because the season begins in October, kind of November. They, they they completely give up November. That's all. That's all NFL. But they, but they make a quick bounce back in December and give it back up to NFL in January. Take it back in February. Give it up sure, give it up in March. But then take June. I'm sorry, March. But April, take, take April. Take May. Take June. July. Maybe, maybe we're in basketball. Maybe we're in baseball country. But usually in July, aren't we focusing on the summer league for the NBA and also... Right before the, the start of NFL preseason, and then bam, August, September, October, November, NFL, 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 NFL. So it, it does become interesting, right? And like I said, we get NFL, 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 and the NFL constantly, right, like right now, finds its way to creep into the the the, the subject of debate or, or 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 just the topic of, of discussion. Like you want to say, like Marshall Lynch, who would have thought, Mister? 
<laughs> you know what's funny? It's funny. Like Marshall Lynch, I'm going to Oakland because here we are. I got some family. You know, I'm a pause. I'm a. I'm gonna take this moment to talk to you guys for a second, right? Because I definitely 100% right now have some family that's down from Canada, right? So they're coming from out of the country, technically. They're still coming from America, but they're out. Of, they're coming from out of the country because they're coming from a different part of North America. The same North America that we're currently in. You know, you tell me how that works, but. So, he's down here visiting, and he's lived here some some time ago, back when we were all in middle school. But he's down here, and, and just remember, this is all talking about Marshall Lynch. Time back in the Marshall Lynch, coming back to Oakland, trying to come back to Oakland. So here, so I go to pick him up from the airport, and here it is Wednesday night, right? And we we finally catching up, and we go to go to this burger joint, and this burger joint now that. That we're going to like we see it and it's and it's very far off like whatever they said was five miles ended up being like 20 minutes away for some odd reason and i did not like that when i was when i was in miami because i guess like right now i guess i got used to like to like the burbs of miami like being in being in fort lauderdale being in being, being where i'm at and 5.3 miles you know maybe it takes me 10 minutes but not 20 in stop and go stop and go muck and all kinds of annoyance and then when we pull up to the area we kind of pass it I said, you know what? I said, part because I remember it as being Wednesday, and I usually don't have a Wednesday off because normally, as you can see, I normally bring this podcast to you guys on a Wednesday. Today you're getting it on a, on a Saturday afternoon. Yes, it is Saturday at three forty-eight in the afternoon. I told you the madness is real. <laughs> So, I said, you know what, let's go to Flanagan's, and they have, you know, like, $10 picture, $10 wings and, and a picture, like, for, for 10 wings and a picture for $10, basically, you know, just around $10, and he's like, you know, yeah, I could do some wings and bears, his wife goes, yeah, I could do some wings and bears, and obviously, you know, he has two little boys with him, you know, and they could obviously go for, like, go for definitely some wings and, and apple juice. <laughs> we know they, but wings is a friend, is a fan friend, is a friendly fan favorite of a, of a of a kid. So we get there, and we get down to the table, and we sit at the table, and their menus on the table, and I just told you what special they have today. The menus on the table. We take the menus down, we fold them up, and we place them down to the side. We wait peacefully, quietly, you know, we talk amongst ourselves, this, that, and the third. And, no doubt, the waiter comes up, finally, he gets ready to take our order. His name was Steve-O, by the way. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I actually remember his name. His name is Steve-O. So, Steve-O at the Flanagan's down in Miami, right? By Miami Airport, around that general vicinity. And he goes to, he looks at us, and... He goes, oh, can I take your order? I was like, I'll turn him. I go, you know why I'm here. <laughs> he goes, what? I said, you know why I'm here. He goes, what? I said, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like, you know why I'm here. And he goes, oh, so what kind of bear would you like? I was like, yingling, please. <laughs> exactly. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Mr. Marshawn. Lynch is actually thinking about coming back to the NFL and playing for his his home team of Oakland. Which listen, I'm not saying. Look, I think that's a very good move. And it's not even saying like Octavius Murray isn't a, isn't a, isn't a bad back or any of them guys. Like it, it would just really help solidify what's going on there in in in, in, in Oakland. Like they can really use that punch. Remember, this is this is the same Oakland I was thinking about. Thinking about picking up Adrian Peterson, which now what that does is that it leaves I think Adrian Peterson in this weird limbo because now I start to think, where does Adrian Peterson go? We hear that he can go to the Giants. We hear that he can go to the Jets. That's what you're thinking. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So. But you he could go to the Giants. We we hear he may want to go to the Cowboys. We hear he may want to go to 
Atlanta. Oh, did he say? Did I hear Atlanta? But but definitely um New Orleans. You hear all of these teams that he may want to go back to. That he may want to go to. But we don't hear anybody signing Marshawn Lynch. I mean, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, obviously that's that's like Marshawn Lynch. I mean, but we do know one thing: Minnesota has moved on from Adrian Peterson, which now definitely now puts Adrian Peterson in more of a limbo. Because I'm asking you, who do you want? Do you want Adrian Peterson or Marshawn Lynch? And I'm going to tell you very oddly, very very oddly. Why you think about who would you pick? Right now, think about this. You're trying to start your team. Not start your team. You're, you're, I, I want to say start your team. But you have your team right now. You have this Adrian Peterson and this Marshall Lynch. Right? That are, that are currently trying to come back into the league. And you take your team. Look at your team. Look at your team. These are both very dynamic running backs. And we, don't, and we know that these guys... That they are both physical running backs. If you had to pick one right now. Oakland. Giants. Seattle. New England. New Orleans. Carolina. Maybe even Pittsburgh. Nah, maybe not Pittsburgh. Nobody's trying to go to Buffalo. But but think about those contenders that we that we're talking about. Detroit, maybe. Think about those teams. And now think about these two guys. And ask yourself, who are you willing to bring in? And I have no second thought, no gripes with picking, being able to say, I think I'm taking Marshall Lynch. Because Adrian Peterson has already missed a couple of years due to injury. Marshall Lynch just took some time off just because he wanted to actually finally be able to talk. And do his own thing for a little while. Enjoy his millions. Be a celebrity. Enjoy some of his celebrity in his prime. And just like how we see all these guys that are retiring after four years, what's wrong with somebody like Marshall Lynch that you know is a running back that has has a Super Bowl back that you know can produce? Taking a year or so off at the end and seeing if and and and, and coming back and, and producing. I'm a fan. Of, I'm a. I'm a fan of, of what of what I'm hearing with these guys. Just like I'm a fan of hearing Matt Marshall that 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 Brandon Marshall has signed with the Giants. Now, granted, it may be one of the most temperamental um um, um receiving tandems when you um when you talk about or dudes when you talk about Marshall with Brandon Marshall and old dirty player, and it may also be one of the most drop passes ones, which is gonna lead to be one of the more, more emotional ones, and then. Eli Manning getting barked at from his left and right ear. But man, these guys are not some of the most dynamic pairs that you can possibly think of. And while you think about that, we're going to think about this commercial break. Man. Let me put you in a game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 
off 183rd Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. IT Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Talent T. Taylor, and you are still even finding me of one of three places, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, or currently live on the MixLR app. Now, if you're wondering, like, yo, T, I mean, you know, I like you calling me T. I mean, th- th- listen, this this is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am Talent T. Taylor. My T! So, yeah, you can call me T. I know you wonder, like, T, are you in any other places that I can possibly think of? Yes, yes, my friend, yes. All you have to do, take this down. On every Tuesday and Wednesday, I am on The Spill TV with the two lovely ladies, Tanya and Michelle. Right? So, if you ever want to find any archives of it, just go to www.thespilltv.com. Or, you can catch me live, same day, on 1080theword.com. 6 to 7, every Tuesday, every Thursday. And obviously, I'm here normally with you guys every Wednesday. Now that we got all formalities out the way, so yeah, you can find me up in places. Like, I'm not just here, you can find me all around the world. Because I believe that audience is in Tennessee. So, Brandon Marshall, Brandon Marshall to the Giants. Like that, that, that's, that definitely gives Eli Manning the offensive weapons and for him to get the ball down the field through the air. Now, what Eli Manning is still missing is the offensive line to protect him. And that is probably going to be the biggest thing. But you understand, they have time. And that's and that's one thing that the Giants currently do have. They do have some time to address that offensive line need that they have to protect Eli Manning. Because it doesn't matter how many weapons that you have, if you have no time to throw it to them, you're going to end up on your ass more than you're going to end up with your hands in the air in celebration. So, this is why... Marshall Lynch, Adrian Peterson, even more so, to the Giants, makes sense. Because Adrian Peterson has never really fully needed that great of a line. Adrian Peterson has helped make his line. And now, when you, if you have to stack the box for a guy like Adrian Peterson, you have to figure, listen, I'm either stopping Adrian Peterson or I'm trying to get to Eli Manning. But Eli Manning has Odell Beckham, Brandon Marshall, and... Who is this other guy? Um, Sterling Shepard. Down the field that he can now throw it to. Now, Brandon Marshall isn't the best leader of men that you can possibly think of because Brandon Marshall has never been into the playoffs, so he can't really help coach those guys through those moments, but he can help coach these guys through the moments of, of football. And that's what Brandon Marshall's probably biggest asset is going to be because Brandon Marshall has definitely been through his ups and downs. Going from Denver, coming from Miami, having Chicago, even New York. You understand? I'm coming out as as having um, I'm I'm a I'm a multi was it multi multi split personality disorder? Oh no no, he was bipolar. That's what it is. <laughs> but coming out and 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 having a um face being bipolar in the, in the public and and coming out with that, but you know it being a staple into his temperamental behavior. On why he was being um, labeled as not a team guy. When everywhere he's been at, he's basically been a team guy. And the reason why it's good for the Giants because listen, Brandon Marshall in his first year is always is, is always the the best team guy that you ever talk about. And Brandon Marshall is the best rah rah guy for a, that a quarterback can ever have. Like Brandon Marshall would not only put on the pom poms, but he would do it from his knees for his quarterback. 
Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so also while the Giants make the moves to sign Brandon Marshall, they also signed JPP to a four-year deal, which is ironic because they decided to give him a deal for more years than he has as fingers on one hand. Mm-hmm. But, hey, they know what they're getting, literally. <laughs> they know exactly what they're getting. And even with three fingers on one hand, there's not too many people that was doing what JPP was doing. And he's still getting the pressure that he needs. He's just not finishing like he used to. And the more he gets used to that hand, then we're going to assume that eventually that he's going to start getting to the quarterback and actually getting those sacks like he used to. But you also have to remember, we say this while he gets older every single year. And listen, he is very quickly going to start being out of his peak. And once he gets out of his peak, we're going to start seeing if he could transition from being an explosive athletic player to being a smart player. Because once the athleticism goes, nobody wants an average guy with seven fingers. Just saying. And <laughs> the, the biggest shocker, right? And I say the biggest shocker. The biggest shocker hasn't even officially come yet, right? But we get... The Jets that signs Claiborne from the from the Dallas Cowboys. That's the Dallas Cowboys' former cornerback. I remember the Dallas Cowboys end up being ranked a pretty decent um, defense last year because they weren't always playing with their with their backs to the wall because the offense wasn't turning over the ball every two seconds as well. But basically, Claiborne ends up being the replacement for Revis, in a sense. As Revis is, as we as we spoke about in the last show, Revis has been officially cleared from all of his allegations. Now, we actually we didn't talk about the last show because it actually has happened since the last show. So he was actually released from jail the last time we spoke, but he also, but he got re- released from the team. Now it has come out that the guy that was helped that that they said came to Revis's defense, he he has come up saying that he is the person that knocked out those guys. And you know what? I don't have to believe it. Because you know what? One or two things either happen. Either he is the person that knocked those two guys out, and that's the reason why, and and, and that really happened, and he came forward. Or he just became a millionaire to say he is the person that knocked those two guys out. Either way, I have no problem with it. Because I'm pretty sure that the million that Darrell Reeves had to give to him or potentially, remember, this is this is all me speaking in, like, I have no clue this is true. <laughs> this is all me speaking in theory. But if Darrell Reeves had to give this guy a mill to say to take the blame, it is well worth it for Darrell Reeves to have to be able to continue his NFL career and also not have to worry about giving multi-millions to those two guys that would have basically tried to sap him for all kinds of money in a lawsuit. Is because they were they aggravated him and then after they got knocked out like little bitches that they wanted to complain. He was still here. And then and then this happens. Ezekiel Elliott is flashed, frisking a French roll line flasher. What the fuck did I just say? There it goes. There it goes. Well, yes, Ezekiel Elliott was flashed, frisking a French flow line flasher. And if you're Ezekiel Elliott, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him. You just gotta be more careful, B. Like, like hey, you just gotta, like, listen. Every single last one of us is in is at Mardi Gras in New Orleans, and we will probably use our celebrity, if we had any, to reach down somebody's tops and get some beats that we thought were very brightly and beautifully arranged and colored. So all Ezekiel Elliott did 
But listen, also, like I said, she was a French um, Froline flasher. She had been going around all day flashing. I'm not saying it was right. I'm just saying that. She had collected a, a mountain amount of beads because she showed her jugs. That's really what happened here. So Ezekiel Elliott, at some point in time, and granted, we didn't see the whole entire interaction, of course, just the part where he goes, digs for treasure, and comes out with a pot of gold. And granted, they just got everybody got upset where he dug for treasure. I guarantee you, if he was digging in the crack of her ass, nobody would have a problem. If he was pulling out beads at the crack of her ass, every, nobody would have an issue. But, my dude, you have to be more careful. Like you are the star running back for the Dallas Cowboys, and currently right now, every single Cowboy fan has put in their hopes on your legs that you can run their ass to another championship like your boy Emmett Smith. And even with all that said, if Marshawn Lynch comes back to Oakland and Adrian Peterson goes to the Giants and the Jets sign Claiborne and Brandon Marshall gets signed by the Giants and JPP gets re-signed by the Giants, like, even with all of this happening, you know what? Danger zone. The New England Patriots are still going to win the NFL championship. This is going to win the Super Bowl. They're still going to win the Super Bowl because you know what? While all of those teams were out there doing whatever the heck they were doing, New England Patriots... End up getting Brandon Cook from New Orleans. Yup, that speedster. To go along with Dwayne Allen, the receiving tight end, the big body receiving tight end, as they lose Bennett. They get the Dwayne Allen, the big body receiving tight end, to go along with Gronk. And now Cook. And now Edelman. And they've already had their running back, Hightower. And the New England Patriots. And, let's not forget, they took Buffalo's best cornerback from them. Simply because they were... Evil franchise known as the New England Patriots. So all of those moves basically have been for nothing. Absolutely nothing. And kind of, kind of like the next season, right? Kind of, kind of, kind of, like their moves are kind of. It's kind of like the next season. Like, like every team so far, right now, I'm looking like the Knicks in the NFL. Like you made all these moves. You did all these pretty moves. You you got you got Derrick Rose and. You have Christoph Porzingis, and you brought in, you brought in Joe King Noah, and even why, even though Derrick Rose is still considered now what a top ten maybe point guard, who knows maybe fifteen, Kamala Anthony is a top ten small forward. You still can't find enough gumption in you, enough oomph, enough motivation. Enough skill, enough will, enough manpower, and enough fucks to beat the Brooklyn Nets. Listen, if you're stuck trying to figure out what to do on a Friday again, stop it. Just stop it. Stop worrying. Stop thinking. Head down to Capone's Nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find my good friend DJ Stepper, my ace me on mono. Right, you'll find him mixing in the lounge room. So listen, you go there you, so you can start dancing and start drinking. You may be an introvert, so I get it. I get it. You need a little bit of that gummy juice, that gummy berry, that liquid courage. So start drinking so you can start dancing. Whatever you do, just make sure you do it. DJ Seth, this is every Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down the Capone. Listen, wait, there is more. There is more. You trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday? 
you'll find DJ Scepter at O'Malley's nightclub. That is from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's O'Malley's on 441, just between Royal Palm Boulevard and Coconut Creek Parkway. Yes, DJ Scepter also has Thursdays. Wonder what you want Thursdays? Yes, you head down to O'Connor's. You'll also be there from 12 to 4. You know what goes down on O'Connor's? You can clear your sinuses. <laughs> it may be Florida, but every day it snows. I'm just saying, it doesn't matter. You can bring the family, you can wine and dine, it doesn't matter. We talking about, we talking about DJ Seth, he's playing everywhere that you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras, bachelor, bachelor party. This past Friday, we had St. Patrick's Day. He was DJing for that. We we have Mardi Gras coming up. We, well, this past, he's DJing for that. We got Cinco de Mayo coming up. He was DJing for that. Listen, whatever you do, DJ Seth puts a world touch on everything. And for reservations, listen, take this down. It's very simple. Just go to bookings. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at DJSepta.com. Having fun in the booth today. I'm tired. Yeah, today's one of those days. It's always madness. It's complete madness today. Today's Saturday. I know. I know. I know you can't feel them. You should be able to feel the madness. You should be able to feel the madness. It's all around us. We got basketball here. We got Women's History Month. I'm over here producing. I'm coming to you on a Saturday. You're listening on Mixing Law or SoundCloud or TuneIn, wherever you are. Thank you once again. But we are here today, and we still have basketball that we get to talk about wholeheartedly. Like. Whose brackets are still together? That's what I want to know. Like, whose brackets are still together? Who still has both teams in the championship? Because I know I don't. Unfortunately, I do not. But my champ is still there. And as long as my champ is still there, I still have a puncher's chance. As long as I have my puncher's chance, then... I am okay. I mean, listen, my my, my final eight and, and my my lead eight and my and my and my sweet sixteen, all kinds of stuff look a mess. Like my, my my final four, they look a mess. They do, but but I'm okay. I'm okay as long as my champ, as long as my champ stays strong. I think I can manage. I know you guys are wondering, like, who did he manage to pick for a champion? Who is it possible that I could have picked for a champ? Well, 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 it's real simple. I, I can't say it's real simple. I, 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 I comprise this, 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 this cockamamie formula. I, I, I'm going to say cockamamie because it, it wasn't, it wasn't a complicated formula, <laughs> and it was, it isn't. I don't think it's going to be the formula that's going to help me win anything in particular. Like, put it this way, as if you were if you were judging me based off of um Warren Buffett's contest, right? I currently would be out of that. So eh, that's kinda where I'm judging myself at. <laughs> that's kinda where I'm laying all my chips in the lap. I'm judging myself based off that Warren Buffett team um schedule. And based off of that, I only have ten teams left in the sweet sixteen. And that number goes down, and it goes down, and it goes down, and it keeps going down. The more and more we we, we talk about it, like or or let's just say it it, it it greatly keeps reducing, almost basically in half. If it gets reduced from ten teams in the final sixteen to me only having five teams left in the elite eight, I only have two teams left in the elite four, or the final four, and only one team left, which happens to be my champ. Which, like I said, I'm okay with because it is my champ. And before I tell you who my champ is, we are just going to keep talking about the NBA. Because you know what? The NBA is giving us a fantastic season. Can we, can we get a round of applause for the NBA is doing to us? Yes, we can. It's not going to be one of those days. It could be one of those days. But it's not going to be one of those days. It's going to be one of those days. <laughs> so, the NBA has given us a very good season. Right, because very, very shortly after we posed the question, 
right, if the Golden State Warriors were going to be able to maintain the number one spot in the in the West and ultimately the NBA without having Kevin Durant. And by the time we spoke last week, they already had given up that lead very quickly. In one week, with him being gone, they the San Antonio Spurs had passed them. But the Golden State Warriors have survived. They have managed to hold on, and they are currently still a half a game ahead of the a half a game ahead of the oh, about a half a game. What's that? Two two and a half games ahead of the a game and a half ahead of the. <laughs> a game and a half ahead of the Golden State War over the San Antonio Spurs. So Golden State Warriors have managed to hold on to that number one spot. As it seems that Houston is, is gonna is gonna solidify themselves in that number three spot. And the reason why we definitely make sure that we bring up Golden State Warriors, San Antonio Spurs, and the Houston Rockets, because all three of them currently have a better record. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are currently holding down the number one spot in the East. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, they are being chased. They are, they are currently being chased. And it's, and it's interesting to see. And, he, and, and it's part of the reason why these guys kind of have to be mentioned. They are being chased by Boston, who is sitting at 43 and 25. Cleveland's record is 45 and 22. Just to, uh, Cleveland's record is 45 and 22. Just to keep you guys up to date. So Boston is right behind them with a record of 43 and 25, and Washington finals is behind them with a record of 41 and 26. Now, at one point in time, just within this last 10 days since we've spoken, it has gotten closer than that, but they've also pulled away. And listen, we've already mentioned that that the the Oklahoma City Thunder are also sitting down there at the number five spot. Just, just, just. Sorry, number six spot. Just a half a game. Just a half a game behind the LA Clippers. The, the, the star-studded field LA Clippers. Because even right now, Utah Jazz are in the number four spot ahead of both of those teams. And this is what makes it so frustrating because you would think that the LA Clippers would be where the, where the Utah Jazz are at. And the Utah Jazz should probably be where Oklahoma City is at. But I told you, there's complete madness going on this weekend. Mad- <laughs> this has been a month of madness. The month that we celebrate Women's History Month. I don't want to get you guys to tie that into the madness. Like, that shit happened. Like, they, they do way too damn much. So... My brackets, right? <laughs> we come, we, we're back here again. Where we kind of, we, we kind of, we kind of figured out how the NBA is gonna figure out. Cause right now we're at 67 games, 66 games. Oklahoma City right now is, like I said, they, they had a perfect 68 games. Russell Westbrook has put up 34 triple doubles, come directly at half. We assume that he's gonna pass Oscar Robinson's record of 41 triple doubles within the season, just because he's gonna want to surpass that. Instead, Russell Westbrook, I, I can't, I cannot stop speaking enough about what Russell Westbrook is doing. He is doing something that only one other person has ever done in NBA history, right? And there's not too many things that somebody hasn't, that somebody hasn't done. So the fact that he's doing this thing, the triple double, like, I understand to me, and, and it could be just to me. To me, the triple double is like getting that hit record. That they constantly refer to in the in, in Major League Baseball. Well, right now I guess that scoring a hundred points in the game is gonna be more like that. Cause that, that triple double. And we all gonna we we all have to recognize that Russell Westbrook is a special player. And this just doesn't happen to and for anybody. Because as we've mentioned, there's there's been a guy in the NBA. And even though we've met, we've said that he can be considered MVP every single year, he has not put up a triple double. So, folks, here we are. We're coming down to the end of the show. That's about the last five minutes, and we're gonna talk about these brackets. We're gonna, we're gonna finish up with these brackets. Right, let's try to give you a quick.
update on this Villanova score. I was trying to peek in, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of slow because I popped open the app so I can give you guys the information and I still turned my head to peek outside the studio. <laughs> Alrighty. So here we go, folks. In the second half, we still have Villanova, 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 sorry, <laughs> down or, or trailing Wisconsin, but this time it's only by two, 37 or 35. We are still waiting for We are still waiting for Virginia. No sorry, not Virginia. But and I, and just to let you know, I have Virginia. I've have Villanova in this round. Um progressing. So if they lose, then I won't have anybody in the next bracket because I had Virginia Tech taking on taking them on, but Wisconsin took a took care of that for me. Uh we, later tonight, UVA is going to take on Florida. As in this one, I had UVA and I had ETSU, but Florida made sure they took care of that one as well. And then there is USC versus Baylor coming up later. South Carolina versus Duke later. So the only real update we have for you is that Villanova is still trailing. Gonzaga versus Northwestern is going to come on just a little bit later at 5:15. We have currently right now, or just or finalized, North. Western beating Notre Dame 83 to 81, and I didn't have even one of them because in this particular slot, on that particular slot, I had Princeton going ahead. Yeah, I had Princeton versus West Virginia. I don't know how that happened. In this next bracket, that's gonna happen at six and ten to three, three eleven bracket. I didn't have any one of these. That's gonna that's gonna happen later. Xavier versus FSU, St. Mary's versus Arizona, and folks, this is where you call me crazy. Just like how I thought the Jets were going to possibly be in the Super Bowl and I thought the Knicks were possibly going to be in the Eastern Conference Championship. I know you every single time that you're here to begin to open up this show, you wonder what is this guy smoking? Like, what is he on? Weed every day. That's it. And you got to wonder it again. I have St. Mary's winning the whole entire thing. Based off of the basic formula that I started, that I presented myself this year. But, I'm not sure if my formula still wouldn't have had them going pretty far. I'm not sure if they would have had them beat in Arizona. But, my other formula, as I was trying to save up, save my bracket, kind of fell to the wayside. So, folks, no more daily dialing. I'll give it to you, Raw. Here we go. In my sweet 16, I have Villanova, ETSU, SMU, well, let's say this, Villanova who's still in, ETSU who's eliminated, SMU who's eliminated, Marquette who's eliminated, Gonzaga who's still in, Princeton who's eliminated, FGCU who's eliminated, St. Mary who's still in, Michigan State who's still in, Vermont who's eliminated, Crichton, who's eliminated, or Crichton, who's eliminated, I should say, Michigan, who's still in, UNC, who's still in, Mid-Tennessee, who's still in, Cincinnati, who's still in, and Wichita State, who is still in, and my championship bracket was with St. Mary's and Crichton. So, the fact that Crichton has been eliminated, yes, I am a little bit out. So, in my final four, I will give you right now, just so you can know, it was SMU taking on St. Mary's and Crichton taking on Cincinnati. As I already told you, SMU's already out and so is Crichton. So all I have left is St. Mary's and Cincinnati. So I will be paying attention to this Cincinnati game that's going to be coming up later tonight. As we get Cincinnati taking on Wichita State at... Oh, that's not even tonight. That's on March 24th. Oh, wait, looking at the wrong one. So here we go. Cincinnati is going to be taking on UCLA. And that's our show, people. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it every single time. Every single time. Every single time. So you know what I say. Thank you.
stay tuned, stay blessed, and please, 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 don't stress as Cincinnati will take on UCLA tomorrow. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down, lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. My teeth!